All right, folks, tonight on the Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, we got some things to talk about, as usual, per our usual Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But yeah, yep, you know, we're going we're gonna to talk about that MJF incident. Uh, the, the road to WrestleMania, some really critical things, I think, almost solidified what the card is going to be. And we're going to talk about the decision in the gaming department. Which game will we be picking up? One, both, or none? We'll talk about that all. But anyway, we're getting into tonight's show right now. Stay tuned, folks. and welcome to another episode of the Big Go Belt Wrestling Podcast because your Big Go Belt Wrestling team is here getting you ready to talk all things professional wrestling tonight each and every Thursday 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on all of our social medias and you can catch up with us on our news and so on at BigGoBelt.com and I'll help you navigate to wherever it is you're trying to find with us. But yeah, we have the crew in absence of Mr. Marcellus, but we have Will, Damien G, Jamal, gentlemen. Welcome. How you feeling? Awesome, awesome. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, okay. Love to hear it. Listen, let's get right into the topic, probably the biggest topic of the week. And we have this MJF (laughs) incident that happened um, during his match with Brian Brian Danielson um, at AEW's uh, Revolution pay-per-view over the weekend, uh, where he did retain after an hour hour plus Iron Man uh, match. And everybody knows what I'm talking about here, but... um, just in case for somehow, some way you didn't hear or see what happened. MJF in the middle of the match uh, was outside of the ring in the crowd. He's a heel. We all know he's a heel. We know his gimmick, blah, 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 blah. Um, but there was a mother and her son who had really good seats, by the way. I mean, just right there, right across the barricade, that little alley where wrestlers tend to go down that's kind of parted by security but they're right there so they're getting prime time television time and all of that and this little boy is probably having the time of his life that he'll never forget I mean El Jamal you remember seeing Sting uh, at, at, at Starcade at, at, at uh, MCI Center and you too will you'll never forget these pivotal moments in your childhood of like watching something you knew would be special and I think this kid probably was feeling the same here I mean these are and, I, and granted, I was in like the 400 back when that match happened. I still when, remember. When you're a kid at the pay-per-view, it's always a big deal. Yes. Easily. Yeah, and I thought I was like in the <laughs> ring then. And this dude was really in the ring. I mean, he was having the time of his life. But MJF comes over and grabs a drink out of his mom's hand. 
and tosses it on the kid. I mean, I guess to give kind of ages here, I'm going to guess this kid is six. Nah, it looked older than that. It was hard to tell, but I I would say more like eight to ten, maybe. Could be completely wrong on that. I mean, it's a very quick shot that we have of when it happened, but it did happen on camera. So you, you clearly see he takes the drink and he pitches it at the kid's head. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a lot of reactions came out instantly because this was a kid and his mom but this wasn't uh props or or, or whatever they call them do they is it just props or plants plants. Plants. plants plants there you go that's the word <laughs> that was, i saw right. that was the initial i think reaction people that figured oh that had to be set up that had yeah. to be set up to you know be a thing and apparently it was not exactly um but gentlemen you know, we all seen the incident we all watched the pay-per-view we all heard about the the aftermath of all of this um starting off with you will because uh um you know you you definitely had some things to say on social media um but uh the the question for this first topic is did mjf go too far here right so to expand on on the setup there uh the next morning word started to get around from people that were there in the building of how that moment actually played out there in the crowd so apparently he throws the drink on the kid and you know they go on about their match they go on about brawling around it's not like they stay right there soon as they're gone apparently the kid was like freaking out and the mom got super upset and it became this whole scene to the point that everyone around them essentially is trying to calm them down the kid apparently was having a fit and people started like offering him merchandise and all this and that's around when people started realizing that part of the reason the child was freaking out is because his eyes were burning and then people pieced together that this cup that the mom had apparently had alcohol in it so the alcohol got in his eyes and that burns so yeah apparently uh amanda huber very quickly was on the scene I guess word got around very quickly as what was going on. And of course they saw the part on camera. Um, she showed up and she she's got a kind of public relations or I don't know if she initially has Brandy Rhodes old position, but something kind of similar yeah. yeah, in respect. But apparently she came out there, got involved in it and like brought them to the back, brought the mom and the child to the back and basically immediately tried to smooth things over on the yeah. whole situation. And apparently they were back there for the rest of the night kid got a ton of merchandise got to meet a ton of wrestlers i'm sure got very very hooked up apparently to the point that uh tony khan mentioned on the post show that he uh met the met the kid and uh that they're gonna be coming to sacramento this coming week so there there was there was a lot of making good on the whole situation but i guess the big thing that i say was like you know in that moment just the moment itself that mjf took this cup and threw it on the kid my immediate reaction being a parent was just no that ain't cool (laughs) regardless of whether you know whatever was in the damn cup it's like you're just coming up to people and taking stuff from them and then throwing it on a child there is a lot of potential there for stuff to go wrong whether it be you know whatever was in the cup whether it's just how people around around that situation would have reacted to it yeah. i mean <laughs> the big thing i saw was online a lot of people was being like you know if that had been my kid it would have been all hell breaking loose right there on the you know in the middle of the match and mm-hmm. lord knows i know some damn parents that definitely would have been on mjf 
in a second. Yeah. It would have been, like been a pull apart brawl there in the crowd, regardless yeah. of it being alcohol or anything else. If it had just been water, you know, yeah. just be like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. When this isn't, you know, a setup planned thing. And that's the part I think that got me. It's like, you want to do something like this for heat. There's easy ways to set that up and like do it in a way where it's a win for everybody involved, where MJF gets his spot, the people involved in it, you know, kind of get to be part of the show, but they know it's happening. And I, I'm not sure what, if it was just a spur of the moment, you know, he was just out there in the crowd and just decided, hey, I'm going to do this. And it was yeah. just completely unplanned. I don't know, but it left a bad taste in my mouth, mainly just because so much could have gone wrong in that yeah. situation. Someone else get in here. Yeah. Did he go too far? Yes, that's the first thing. Uh, because we grew up in a time where plants were the safer option in terms of pulling something off with crowd uh, participation. First off, we know Max likes to do this to troll people in real life. Uh, autograph signing, he's giving middle fingers to children. This is pretty much his norm. Kids are not exempt from MJF. Great, got that, cool. But sometimes you take it a little too far. And in my case, because you're throwing a drink on a child, that can be viewed as assault. Because if you do it to a grown ass man, that can be construed as assault. So you doing that to a child, depending on the state you're in, could have you locked up for assaulting a minor. Now, if the kid would have been in on it, the mom and him talked about it beforehand, shock and awe, okay, great. But the fact that it was such an easy reaction for him to do that in the heat of the moment where we kind of just lose our wherewithal, we just kind of just think and, oh, not even think, and act. That gives me a little bit more cause for pause because why? Why that child in particular? And I saw Two Chaves' eyes get big. I'm not trying to go there, Two Chaves. But why did you have that kind of quick reaction for that kid in particular? Just saying. Mm. He went too far. I didn't see it uh, because I went to bed. Uh, there's no <laughs> way I was staying up to watch an hour-long uh, MJF match. I don't, I don't care for sure who he's wrestling in for why. Uh, so I didn't really hear about this incident until earlier today. Well, when you guys are talking about it. So I have a couple questions about, you said, well, why, why this kid? Whereas uh, the kid and uh, this woman, were they with another person? No. No. Okay. Um, this kid and, and woman, how far away were they from jumping the barricade? Typical spot that if you have front row seats where they ask security asks folks to kind of Move back, back into yeah, so that okay. they know actions come there. Nothing unusual okay. about their placement, right? So then here's the deal. Um, if you are a and if you've ever had alcohol or an open cut or you know oh. or something like that, oh. you know immediately that you're not going to do too much other things than than you know cry bloody murder. So even if she had the opportunity to jump the barricade and stab him in the liver. I'm not saying she should have done that, but I would have liked to see it happen. <laughs> Your kid comes first because he's right. screaming for bloody murder. So whatever could have happened didn't happen because, oh, well, 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 my mom would have would have shot him. Well, my mom would have done this. Well, you know, stop. 
Yeah, this, you, I don't you think you would have taken care of your kid first. I don't think there and this would I mean I, I I saw it and I saw a little bit of reactions, but I don't think there's a posture online saying that the mom didn't do enough. Cause yeah, there is the whole like, oh my mom or blah 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 would have did this. Yeah, right. But like, that the mom did the right thing, if you ask me. Right, because because your kid is literally screaming for help. Yeah. You're going to protect the kid, regardless. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you may see him outside, but you're gonna you're gonna to tend to the child first. Yeah. Uh absolutely. that's number one. Now, which is why my first question was. Were they a duo or was dad there? Because if dad was there, <laughs> right? <laughs> Mom watches the kid while dad dad goes after Maxwell. Yeah, does uh-huh. that drink get thrown? Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that, you know, just you know, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever that looks like is what it is. But I what I am saying is is that he saw a soft target, and and, and this is what Friedman does. This is what he's done his entire career. Right. He's 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 grabbed the low-hanging fruit, he's picked on the soft target. For and he's done the unexpected things, and if you've never seen this before, you are shocked. You're going, "Oh, I've never seen that before. That's crazy," and it really isn't, because it's just low hanging fruit. Now, yeah. whatever the substance was that was thrown into this kid's face, some people are saying tequila. Just quickly looking it up, some people are saying another alcoholic beverage. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But the bottom line is, this kid got splashed. Don't touch the fans. Yeah. If I can't jump the fence, you can't throw stuff at me. That's not right. how that goes, works. Goes there both is ways. a level of, of playful banter. Maybe you rip up a sign like, okay, well, the sign is, right. is worth absolutely zero dollars. <throat> yeah. But you didn't do that. You, you've definitely crossed this line that everyone's supposed to respect. Yeah. Now, if that's a different show in a different venue... The match gets stopped because half the front row is coming over. You you wouldn't do that at certain indie shows. Nope. He, he doesn't get away with that. Like, <laughs> no, nah, that's crazy. And that's, that's actually happened a couple times where, where uh, security has, with him specifically, where he's done something to a kid and other people, whether it was uh, a person with the kid or other people that went, not nah, ain't right tried to intervene and the show kind of grind to a halt a little bit security sorted it out luckily cooler heads prevailed uh but in this day and age not because of the logistics of it and as far as getting the legal team involved and all that stuff you blinded my kid i'm going to sue yeah. but the bottom line is is that uh just that's not that it's just not worth it i i i i, I, I listen i a thousand percent agree there's nothing positive that comes out of this. You have an right. Iron Man match. You have an hour for folks to watch you. Folks who pay, bought their tickets. You have all the time. This ain't this ain't like a, a quick little moment. And, and 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 granted, I don't understand. Like I, I'm about to go on a tangent a little bit here. Um, and I know Jamal will be happy about this one because this is his guy. But I don't understand why would MJF ever think he would ever have to resort to tactics and antics like this when you have somebody like QT Marshall who does more for less. Why, 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 if you, if you're having a trouble establishing heat or understanding how to like really get the crowd route, well, we'll just watch QT Marshall. He does it all the time. Effortlessly. To, to go to a kid. First of all, here's a couple of things. And, and, and we, we talk about plants and all this other stuff. I'm not going to name any fans. You can draw conclusions you want, but I'm also not saying going in after fans, but if there was a fan that you say, I know I can interact with, in a safe capacity, Ricky. you absolutely go after these super fans. 
that mm-hmm. looked targetable. You'd be like, oh yeah, that that person is definitely here for the wrestling. That kid, I'm sure, was a wrestling fan, but his mom was making his dreams come true. He didn't. He, I'm, I'm almost sure his mom. He didn't ask. It, it depends they on his age. Second possibly. row tickets at the pay per view for sure. But mom had the night of his life. Absolutely, absolutely. Until he had hot, like, until he had flame and hatred thrown in his face. <laughs> and then, and then the other, the other narrative I heard was like people saying, "Well, why was she drinking?" <laughs> Yeah, that was get out of here that was ridiculous people trying to turn that crap into like some kind of like puritanical shame thing and yeah like, why was she drinking with her kid there why like, does the beer sell, why does the video sell beer then i mean yeah what are you talking about <laughs> that way honestly that was one of the biggest shockers to me in this whole thing is the amount of people that revealed that they had no idea venues sell alcohol. They were just <laughs> what? Like, people, were saying, she, people were saying she snuck it in. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's an arena. There's a bar in there. Oh, that, Why is literally like, a lounge. that comment ain't yeah. that comment ain't what that comment is right there. Like <laughs> there's, there's a lot of man. Anyway, I, 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 I'll, I'll keep it positive here. But I, it's, it's to me, it just makes no sense. I, the boy had no reason to be targeted. The mom had no reason to be targeted. No fan has a reason this, to be targeted. This, this was not going to return a, a result that was going to do anything beneficiary for the gimmick, for the match, for the presentation, for the experience, nothing. And honestly, I'm surprised while they did all this work to, to comfort this kid, I'm surprised law enforcement ain't get involved because they can also take that's, a look at the things and saying like, oh, that's an assault. We're, we're going to make a call. We're gonna, we're gonna, this wasn't an adult. It was a kid. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's a whole different factor when it's a child. This wasn't just like some random like guy in the crowd or even just the mom. It's like yep. he went after a kid. Where it's like you know, people. I, another thing I saw people being like, you know, well, he didn't know what was in the cup. And it's like you think that's gonna stand up in a court of law? All they be like is you threw something at the kid. Yeah, they ain't the gonna people- care that you didn't. You thought it was water or something. Yeah, that, the that, people- ain't gonna, that ain't gonna be a defense. The, yeah, the people that hate people really wanted to make an issue of it. She could have yeah. really raised some hell. It's been like, no, I get the cops down here. I'm pressing charges. Yeah. If she wanted to dig her heels in and make a real issue of it, she could have. And she should. And she well, should. And I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say two other things real quick. And will to your point. Yeah. For all the folks who get into physical altercations and it becomes fatal, and they're like, oh man, I didn't, I didn't know I was gonna hurt them that bad. The fucking law <laughs> don't care. No. <laughs> just like, oh, you did what you did, you know that 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 car accident that you got into, and you just happened to just be going over the speed limit. Oh, I didn't know that would be a problem, but but a fatality happened. Well, the law don't care. Oh, the law doesn't care. But but my 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 very last point is, I am completely disappointed that I don't think this necessarily need to be public front facing. But I do think that Tony Khan should immediately have suspended MJF. Immediately, because I tell you what, in any other major sport, if there is mm-hmm. something that potentially happens that has legal ramifications, they are suspended. John Morant right now, star player for the for the for the Memphis Grizzlies. He was showing a gun on his wrong. Instagram, and they said we're going to suspend him indefinitely until they can determine what's going to happen. He's not going to be um he is not going to be charged, so maybe right. we'll see him back soon. But you four games. I, I did, oh, right and, and 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 obviously I think that's appropriate for what happened here. But I, I to me, is there does this does it seem to be any bit of anything coming to MJF? No, maybe yes. But hey, when stuff happened to people in the past, they made it very clear, like oh, Sammy Gavar, we're going to get him some help because of what right? he did before this. So they're they're not exempt 
from making these decisions here. But this is one as much as is as publicly as publicly as humiliating, should I even admit that, and dangerous as this was, they are deserve of a, a public response in terms of saying this is how this is going to be handled. Period. Giving them merch doesn't do a goddamn thing. That kid, that kid may never want to come to a show ever again. Well, fix well, the trauma. Okay. The, the, the short answer to your question is: Did MJF go too far? Yes. And and after going through all of this, you know, this conversation, the answer seems to be apparent, abundantly clear to me that the answer is no. He apparently did not go too far, because if only thing he got was not even a slap on the wrist. As far as any type of um, you know, ramification, ram- repercussions from from wow. work, um, they just drove a Brinks truck full of merchandise up to the kid and said, "This will make it go away." <laughs> and then they gave him comp tickets to the Sacramento show because that's a two-hour ride up the road. If that's what it took to smooth everything over, bygones would be bygones. Khan said, just looking at him quickly, that um, the kid and I'm not going to name him uh, is a champ, and we'll hope to see him in Sacramento. If that's all that it is. To, to to smooth over this situation where the situation could have been so much worse. So, I mean, obviously it wasn't, but it could have been so much worse because if that kid's allergic to alcohol, he is blind. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, it, it just could have gone way down the, you know, down the road and it didn't. And that's where we are right now. So if that's what it is and that's all he got for what we are saying is assault, for what we are saying, it could have ruined this kid's experience. For what we are saying, that you're not supposed to do is touch the fans. And the only thing he got was no actual, uh, you know, repercussions for him. And the kid got some free merch and got to go home with a story to tell. Then no, he didn't go too far. Right. Because what the would point. be the actual, the act that he would need to commit for somebody to jump in and go sit your dumb ass down somewhere? Um, nah, that that's not what we do. Because yeah. if this ain't it, then what is? Yeah. 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 Anyway, with that being said, y'all let us know in the comments or, or the chat, whatever it is, how you listen to this. Let us know, did MJF go too far? Your thoughts about it? Keep it positive because this is the kid we were talking about here. Um, but definitively across this board, we say yes, but apparently, as y'all Jamal say said, yes. which I love, which I love this spin on how you put that. Apparently not, because nope. nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> a, stern, a stern talking to. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a warning. I mean, clearly he's going hundred in the twenty-five, and the, the cop said, "Hey, back. Just don't do it again. <laughs> don't do that again." <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Let's talk about the news that recently came out that Bad Bunny is about to host mm. WWE Backlash Premium Event in Puerto Rico. And one, I just got to say, I got to commend WWE for locking in a deal with Bad Bunny, one of the uh, most popular, most successful uh, artists of this of this generation, um, keeping him from fantastic outings in the ring and keeping him, uh, 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 you know, uh, attached to the company here. But while that's really interesting, them having it, uh, they have they're, them having this premium live event in Puerto Rico, which is intriguing here. Um, and I think the last time they said it is points to Will, the historian. Yeah, help me out here. Um, I think what they say, like 1996, I think it was New Year's Revolution. Oh, wow, it was in the 2000s, the show where Edge cashed in, cashed in on, on C- Cena mm-hmm. in Elimination Chamber. Yeah, that's the okay. last time they were in Puerto Rico. So yep, it's yep. been quite a while. Yep. Um, but the question is, now that you know, um, 
WWE and and Will, I jump in here too because I didn't write all this down. But after WrestleMania, the next three pay per views are international. Yes. So we have Puerto yes. Rico. Puerto we Rico have... on May 6th for Backlash. Mm-hmm. Then we go to May 27th, King and Queen of the Ring in Saudi Arabia as our next Saudi show. Mm-hmm. And then we go to July 1st with Money in the Bank in London. So, yes, yeah. after WrestleMania, we have three back to back shows that are not happening in the mainland United States. Now, yeah. of course, after that, they'll come. SummerSlam will be in Detroit. Yeah. But all your shows for that quarter there are outside the U.S. Mainly, yeah. at least. Puerto Rico is this kind of counts. So, Gentlemen, I just want to start off by saying, what is your thoughts about WWE uh, expanding their shows in a more I'm, aggressive, but let's just say consistent way? Uh, and Jamal, because you, you, I, I want to say maybe about last year or sometime, time is flying, maybe sometime a little bit before that, you was very adamant about this mansion and doing shows and places um, out of the norm here. Uh, so what, what's, what's sort of your thoughts on this news here? Um, and, and what do you think is the future um, in terms of, of them planning more events uh, internationally? I like it. Um, there's nothing to not like about this. And that's largely because you, A, fans uh, have an opportunity to see a thing uh, and they're not hampered by the fact that they need a passport or need a plane ticket or whatever. If you're on the island, get, you know, get to San Juan or wherever they're going to have it in Puerto Rico. Um, and that would be the first time. Otherwise, they, everybody's flying to Miami when they do yeah. a show down there or making a trip of it, you know, wherever you, wherever else you want to go. And that's not just Puerto Rico. Because, yeah, you know, everybody from the Caribbean can come through uh, because it's easier to get to Puerto Rico into the Caribbean than it is other smaller towns in the U.S. Uh, it's easier to get to San Juan from Barbados or Aruba than it is to Charlotte or, you know, uh, Houston or somewhere like that. So, um, yeah, it's just nothing but a good thing. And then, of course, while they're down there, they could definitely make a weekend of it, see some local guys. You know, a lot of guys, obviously, there's a lot of wrestling talent, big wrestling scene in Puerto Rico all across the island. Um, You know, so definitely have some tryouts like they do in every other place. They have a major event, whether it's SummerSlam and then a SummerSlam tryouts, Abu Dhabi, the Middle Eastern tryouts, uh, Saudi Arabia, the you know Mansoor Invitational Cup. You know, they they can do a lot of these different things. And it doesn't have to be NXT uh, in Puerto Rico or NXT yeah. Japan, or NXT Uzbekistan, or whatever. Um, just get in there, let the people know that you're there, and and, and don't be a stranger. And that's the same thing uh, also, if you do like to travel and have the opportunity, it gives you a reason to go to a place. Mm-hmm. Um, if if that thing in Puerto Rico, if the, I want to go to Saudi Arabia, um, you know, for a number of different reasons, but definitely, you know, as a person that's not a WWE guy, you know, of the things they got me interested in going to Saudi Arabia as a, as a place, as a destination. So now that I'm looking at the place, I'm looking at other things around the event. How do I get around town? How do I build a trip to Saudi Arabia? So a two-day trip turns into a six-day trip. Hmm. Um, and I'm looking forward to the second show at the end of the year because, damn it, they announced this one a little bit too late. It's Memorial Day. And uh, nobody's flying Memorial Day. That's that's you know, hideously expensive. But yeah, it just creates more opportunities for everyone to see a thing live, and there's nothing better than being there. And yeah, sure, uh, in the mainland U.S., because Hawaii is in the same boat, Alaska's in the same boat, uh, you know, Canada's in the same boat, but 
if you're in a small town, you can drive a couple hours in Puerto Rico that you don't really have another option than to you know get on a rowboat or fly to Florida or somewhere mm-hmm. else. Same thing with the UK. And they're, you know, for them, it's even bigger because they get to see a show at a decent hour instead of 1 a.m. You know, so that's, yeah, I hope Money in the Bank is live. Um, and, and as it should be, you know. So, yeah, I, I'm very excited about it. And that makes me want to go to London. Uh, that weekend, might have found a $200 flight from nonstop from Dallas to Gatwick. I might, need, I might need to be in the building for Money in the Bank. So it just creates more opportunities for everyone. It's a good thing, and I can't wait. Uh, it's why we've seen AEW live so many times. Mm. Um, I'm basing the trip around the thing that I want to see, and that's a given, but it also gives me a chance to explore, and maybe I might fall in love with the new city. Um, it, it's it's the reason why I travel, you know? That's uh, a good thing. Good for them. Uh, either Will or Damian, but I'm going to just change the question just a little bit here. Uh, beyond that, your interest and your thoughts about it, what else, where, where else would you like to see them go? A place that you'd like, all right, book my ticket right now. Oh, wow. Mm. I want them to go back to Japan because uh, that NXT show and that Beast from the East show that where he beat up the New Day, Brock beat up the New Day, was, a, a, I guess, a, a special on the app or on the uh, streaming service. But if they go back to Japan... I would not mind going to that because I want to go to Japan to quote, you know, to kind of bounce off Jamal. Now that I know it's in Puerto Rico backlash, my parents have property in Puerto Rico. I can stay somewhere for free. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. I'm Puerto Rican half, but so let's, let's head on over there. But to answer the entire question, we've talked about this before, how WWE back in the day F had a lot of success holding pay-per-views in other countries. We always talk about Wembley Stadium 1992 SummerSlam. We talk about the fact that recently in Cardiff, Wales, where you have the Drew thing notwithstanding, it was a raucous show. Mm-hmm. We talk about Saudi Arabia, political stuff aside, personal stuff aside, the fans love it. And what what does WWE call their fan base? The universe. So how are you going to build more international fans who are vested in your uh, product if you don't make your way to that area at all? So we talked about when gender, when nobody wanted to hinder gender and then they wanted to take over India (laughs) to expand out there, right? That's what I was going to say. That was pretty cool. For the people that live there. So like Jamal said, people in Puerto Rico, uh, you know, Dominican Republic, they don't get a chance to see anyone but the ghost of Savio Vega, probably. So the fact that they're having these these current superstars and wrestlers show up on their island in their territories can build new fans and also new money. Because let's all come back to what it really is all about, baby. The good old money. Dollar so, bill. Well, an American dollar bill. Could be the yen, could be the euro. The peso. Whatever. Yeah, it, tra- it translates. But I yeah. think that's the idea here is that they're still trying to build a global fan base. Because we forgot about that thanks to the pandemic. About global travel with wrestling and with sporting events. Same yeah. thing like with the NFL when they go overseas and play that one game. Or when the NBA plays in Korea or South Korea or what have you. This is a must-see attraction for those people, 
And anyone who wants to travel, who likes travel, say like, you know what? I want to go to Puerto Rico now because they're going to have a, a WWE event. Cool. But that's how you build new fans and make a lot more money. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead, Will. I will keep it very quick so we can get to our halftime. Obviously, yes, it's a great idea. I like the, how the crowds, as Damien just described, are just raucous and crazy. The The shows are just hot when they do this. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that they're doing it with like the B shows as a way to probably give them a little extra something, a little extra spark. And hell, if they stay with the idea that their big shows, your Summer Slams and your Royal Rumbles are going to be big U.S. stadium shows, that works out if during the time in between – you're not around here so much and your shows are outside the country that helps you fill those stadiums when you come back for the big shows. Now, if there is any show outside the country, we would need to see it's sitting right in front of me. I need to see the bloodline homecoming in somewhere in Polynesia that can handle the event. We need to have the tribal chief comes home. That's the uh-huh. show I want to see. Well, that would be Hawaii then. Yeah, well, yeah, Probably would have way. to be Hawaii. Yeah. Either way, I mean, and I also, Hawaii doesn't get a lot of sport events. Uh, I think, you know, they get about as much as West Virginia. Bobo, right? No, no, that's gone. not there anymore. Yep, it's gone. It used to be where they did it. It's flag football uh, now. Yeah. Oh, boy, no, so. yeah, the, the um, Aloha Stadium is about to be torn down. Ah. Really? Yeah. Only thing I know they ever had going on there uh, recently was like their their market their their um that we- that Wednesday market. Oh you oh you if, hey listen hey. spend a good dollar there uh, literally <laughs> a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm excited and um I, I want to see more of this and um you know everybody brought up really good points and I think the other good point. Um, to kind of add off of what Damien was saying is that, yeah, it's business and the, the opportunity to recruit. And, and if they can pull in new and future uh, superstars, then I'm all for that. You you know, you know never know who's just down in the trenches, um, just waiting to have the right people set their eyes on or the right opportunity. So, And it happens for baseball. It happens for most every other sport, honestly. Um, so why, why, why would wrestling be exempt? Anyway, uh, we let me, got. Let me get one, 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 one quick thing in there because I think that some place that you guys haven't mentioned, I would like to see, is Nigeria. Um, mm. A hell of a, a hell of a market, uh, 150 million people. Um, a lot going on in Nigeria as far as uh, the you know wrestling fans over there. They have their own type of wrestling, and uh, in in, um, in in Western Africa anyway. That's more of like a traditional catch style wrestling. But bottom line is is that. They there is a pro wrestling scene that's kind of bubbling under the surface in Nigeria, and I think if they brought something, you know, the real thing, that's a good way to cultivate the talent because we need the indie scene. Like the rest, pro wrestling doesn't exist on WWE's level in the way that it does without the indie scene. So yeah. uh, to get that and spark that thing over there, um, to get it up to snuff, absolutely, um, yeah. I would love to see it. Yeah. And well, you brought up Polynesia, so like, yeah, Hawaii or Australia, which Australia clearly is the better choice here, uh, considering the talent they have and the mixture of cultures here, the indigenous folks and the representation of that. So that can be definitely something special. Anyway, we got a break. We're back with the Indie Spotlight in a second. Let's get to that right now. Are you a fan of all things media? Are you a fan of professional wrestling and sports? Then you need to check out Big Gold Belt Media. We're the ultimate destination for all things entertainment and media. 
with the latest news, interviews, and analysis from the world of the aforementioned entertainment realm. Our team of dedicated journalists and analysts will bring you exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. And we're not just an online destination. We attend live events, conventions, bringing you behind-the-scenes access and exclusive content that you're not going to find anywhere else. Plus, you can show your support for our brand by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash biggoldbelt. Join the Big Gold Belt media community today and stay ahead of the game. Follow us on all our social media platforms at Big Gold Belt for the latest updates and exclusive content. Whether you're a diehard wrestling, sports, nerd culture fan, or just a casual like some people, Big Gold Belt Media has everything you're going to need to stay informed and entertained. So what are you waiting for? Check us out today at BigGoldBelt.com. That's BigGoldBelt.com. All right, all right. Welcome back to our second half here at the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Let's jump right into the indie spotlight. Let's do that right now. Jamal, what we got? Uh, yeah, so uh, you know, it's short notice, but uh, it's happening this Saturday. So you got to get out there. It's uh, in Houston, Delaware, 143 Broad Street. There's actually two shows. The first one is uh, 1CW Pro Wrestling, Chase for the Case. That's happening early on um, on Saturday, uh, March the 11th, 143 Broad Street in, in Houston, Delaware. Uh, doors will open at 5. Uh, the front row is $25. Bell time's at 6 o'clock. And then later on that night, you have uh, CCW, and that's Battle for the Throne, Capital Battle. So it's it's two big events happening Saturday evening. Uh, it's a big, like, dual show, I guess. Um, yeah. The Battle for the Throne uh, seems interesting because a lot of names that you may have seen, a lot of names that you haven't seen that you need to know, uh, Billy Starks versus uh, Rebecca Scott, and Billy Starks is having a hell of a year. Uh, mm-hmm. Callum King. Uh, who's one of my favorites uh, versus Ray Lynn. And then they have this battle for the throne uh, tournament. And, but that's all going to happen out there in Houston, Delaware this weekend, Saturday, March 11th, 143 Broad Street in Houston. Doors open at five, bell times at six. Uh, you can get tickets uh, from, actually I was looking at the uh, at the um, the tournament pool, but, but yeah, you can get tickets from uh, CCW Action on uh, their Twitter. Or and of course it will be broadcast later on the Title Match Network. But uh, all your questions and information about the event, uh, you know, catch that CCW action for Capital Championship Wrestling and One CW out there in Houston, Delaware, this weekend, March 11th. Yeah, give give both of them a follow on social media. Keep up with all of their events. They're good people, uh, putting on good shows and keeping independent wrestling alive constantly with banker cars. Um, but anywho, we're all gamers here whether we have the time or not uh but we're going to jump into the hard decision of what game are we going to get also i have a you know what not for show purposes but i'm like where, where the hell is our game we're supposed to be having a copy to be reviewing it but whatever all good but wwe 2k13 is coming back the end of this month 23 yeah 13 yes the tw- 23rd and it's yeah, been delayed then, forever yeah then fight <laughs> Forever is coming out the thirty first. It's eventually at Best Buy. Also, very don't don't don't. I'm gonna be sarcastic here, but it is coming out soon. Best Buy had put out a date. Me and Jamal talked about it off the record a lot about like what, 
And Tony Khan was asked about it at the media scrum. Like, where is it? Can't say too much. Legal things and guess not. Whatever. Say they did good in terms of awards, even though that was oh. done overseas. Oh. Um, but the small footage there, WWE 2K is constantly putting out uh, more gameplay footage and rate, rating, rankings and ratings um uh to keep their fans engaged before they have their release they have different tiers of the game they have a, a standard release which you would expect with them on the other hand fight forever which is being you know hinted at coming at the end of the month doesn't have a pre-sale thing doesn't have tiers or special or anything and that doesn't matter what only matters is are you buying one of these games both one or none what is your thoughts about what you've seen thus far what is sort of your motivation to get out there and make the purpose or are you going to do what i typically do is i ain't going to even give y'all my game but y'all know i that, that black friday sale that's where i'm at anywho uh, <laughs> <laughs> anywho um a lot has changed in the gaming world i do have a little bit more confidence in wwe 2k uh, 2k 23 this year so i am getting a little sweaty palm maybe i may make the purpose and not wait till the end of the year to do what i usually do but for you all what are you gonna do damien mr game boy himself okay for, yeah first and foremost a lot of y'all know i'm a retro gamer so here's why i don't care to borrow a quote from jamal <laughs> i have not purchased a wrestling game wwe or otherwise since 2k13 where CM Punk, I believe, was on the cover. Or Randy Orton, one of those two. Uh, I stopped after PlayStation 3 because I said, enough of this, this reversals, these grapples. Where's Starman? Where's Giant Panther when you need him? Where's Fire Pro Wrestling G? But in all seriousness, if you're comparing both games side by side, obviously WWE 2K23 is a standardized re-release every single year like Madden. And I think what's helping that game as well is that the superstars are complaining about their ratings as if this is NBA 2K or Madden. So the fact that on their social media platforms, they are drawing up this, this buzz about this game, which hopefully it's not as buggy as, what was it, 2K21 or 2K20, where it was 20. just horribly yeah. buggy. Where they uh, took the break to yeah, get it right. Yeah, pretty much, we need to get it right. <laughs> So I see that as a bigger success for WWE because they're having their superstars buy in. But in terms of, let's say, AEW Fight Forever, this has been delayed, I believe, three times. This was supposed to come out, I believe, early last year with that swole chest Kenny Omega looking at another swole chested uh, Darby Allen in, in the, the gameplay videos. Do we know anything about this game? Aside from it's an AEW game, does there, is there any definitive features that I should be paying attention to? And I'm asking any of my gamer friends out there. Home Run Derby. Uh, Home yeah. Run Derby minigame. And and, and, um, and the developers are, you know, known for this genre back in the day. So there's a lot of confidence that, like, this is the answer for what this UK did wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ukes. Okay. So then, so then they have that going for them. They have a consistent engine, a company that constantly puts out decent wrestling games. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm curious, what's the point of sale? What's the retail sale? Because we're talking about tiered gaming, because you know, the Elite Edition, the Bronze Edition, the Platinum <laughs> Edition. And, and I don't think got, AEW got that. I haven't now seen you AEW got the least. standardized edition for AEW. Like, do we get the Meltzer edition? Like, what does that come with? You know, <laughs> do we unlock game? What's the DLC gonna be? 
to quote like what two chains was talking about when you wait for black friday do you get the season passed there's a lot of things to think about here kids yeah. and take it from grandpa damien i don't care yeah. i'm gonna go back and play my no mercy on my n64 yeah i'm gonna go play pro wrestling because i like the amazon biting people in the head and I'm gonna keep moving. And even that bootleg WCW for the Game Boy that had Cactus Jack and Vader or even WWF superstars for the Game Boy that all you could do was a clothesline. And that will still have my interest long before either of these two games. <laughs> yeah, I did, last thing I'm just gonna say is uh, with all that being said, if AEW, because there hasn't been much discussion of it, but listen, if they take the route without going with microtransactions, that's a plus. That's yes. absolutely a plus. Like, if you want to be the opposite of 2K, that's a big major step forward right there. It's no microtransactions. That would absolutely seal the deal for a lot of parents who's not going to buy their kid both. They're going to they're gonna take a look at... Because the uh, WWE already has their whole schedule of DLCs on the way. So, oh, oh yes. Because <laughs> I know they gotta you can't tell you that season pass, so hey, exactly. they gotta tell you what's in it. And I know you can't wait to get the the hit row uh, DLC, and you gotta wait a couple of months for it. So <laughs> there you go. Jam does it uh, come with wheel. the Does it come with a bug that has top dollar tripping over the top rope? Listen, everybody makes mistakes. Okay, <laughs> he's in the yeah. game. He is DLC. Yeah. I think he's in the he's first in. pack. I think. Yeah. All right, here's where I'm at. Last year with the relaunch of 2k22 coming back from the disaster that was 2k20 i was skeptical i wasn't gonna get it we were here a year ago with us talking about this coming out everyone's like oh it's gonna be horrible and about two days after it came out and i was seeing good stuff online i was like you know god damn it they got an nwo pack with this it's all wcw stuff in there it's calling my name and i bit the bullet and i didn't regret it it was good they did a lot of work on it. It was very clear that they tried to fix what was wrong in it, and it played differently. And I like what they did with 2K22. Now, here we are a year later, and from what I'm seeing from 2K23 is this looks like 2K22, but now with NWO NXT 2.0 expansion pack. Because all <laughs> the NXT 2.0 folks are in it. And that seems to be the biggest addition. You get the NXT folks. You have War Games for the first time. Yeah. And other than that, it looks like just some polish has been put on it. I'm not blown away by what I'm seeing because I'm like, okay, well, the engine was definitely worked on a bunch last year. It's definitely been fixed up. But as far as additions, it's like, okay, War Games? I'm definitely curious to see how War Games works as a video game. But... By that same token, I don't think I'm gonna be paying full price just to see that. So I'm in the camp with two chains right now, where it's like, you know, give this a couple months, let it come down to that like you know thirty dollar price, that Black Friday pricing, which uh -huh. these games usually drop pretty quick within Absolutely. a month or two. So I think this year I'm gonna be waiting just because two K twenty two, I still got it, and it it still plays great. It doesn't feel out of date since yeah. it's you know. Other than mm -hmm. the NXT stuff, it pretty much has. Hell, the big thing last year was so many people got let go that people were like, oh, the game isn't accurate anymore. But they brought so many of those people back that the mm -hmm. game is like fine now. So 2K22 does not feel out of date to me in the least damn bit. Yeah, so listen, it, at some point, I might pick up the new one, but I'm not rushing. 
if you've been a consumer of 2K games, you know they are, without a doubt, infamous in taking a previous year and mm-hmm. adding a new coat of paint on it and yep. saying, hey. Yep, yep. <laughs> now, as far as Fight Forever goes, far as Fight Forever goes, I am very curious. I liked those old Ukes games. Yep. But yep. being this is a brand new thing, I'm not racing out and getting it sight unseen. I, I got to see some proof of concept here more than just these videos. I got to hear from like actual real folks playing it, how it is. I hear good stuff about that. All right. Now, once again, is this coming in at $60 or $70 like most games are these days? If they're not sliding it in like, you know, trying to do the old uh, NFL ESPN deal where like, hey, we're going to hook you up and this is like the $30 game or something like that. I mean, that should be the move they should be doing to get some attention, but I've got a feeling it's not going to be doing that. So fight forever. I'm very curious about, but I need to see more than just some videos. I, I, I need to hear from people that it's fun, that it's you know doing something different than 2k is before I can jump in there. That's where I'm yeah. at. Yeah. 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 I generally agree with all of that. Um, I have no interest in playing a 2k uh, game for WWE. Um, because basically it, they have kind of gotten the, the game, the wrestling simulation down to a science. Um, it is what it is. You're not going to, if you want a wrestling simulation type of a game where you get to relive down to the moment, your memories of, of whatever events that there are, that is what it is. You know, that that's, that's what it is. I don't necessarily need to do that anymore. I'm, I'm good. Um, as far as Fight Forever goes, I don't know anything about the game. Um, yes, it's made by Ukes. Yes, they have, uh, you know, THQ is distributing it. Uh, sure, they're going to be, you know, most of the top people that you know in the game. Yes, there's a weird home run derby minigame. Um, <laughs> yes, there will be blood. Yes, there will be weapons. But how does it play? Yeah. You know, what does that look like? Uh, what's customizable? Uh, you know, I don't particularly care about online, you know, gaming at all, but you know, are there, what, what's innovative about this game? Um, it's, you know, is this just going to be no mercy 4k or is this, (laughs) which isn't a bad thing inherently, Yeah, yeah. but that's also not $60. So, (laughs) you know, are are they going to give us a $40 game with $20 DLCs and make up the money that way? It's a business and I'm willing to pay for something that I want. Yeah. Uh, but the biggest thing for me is a roster. If certain people aren't on the roster, I'm not interested. Will there be a community, um, you know, create a wrestler, you know, type of a community forum where you can download wrestlers, arenas, stages? You know, will there be licensing agreements to other things? Um, what role does Warner Brothers have in this, if at all? Um, as far as using some, uh, as far as that corporate synergy, I get and using it. Some of those things in there. You want Ultra Instinct Shaggy in it? <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly what I want. Absolutely, I, why would you here? Now, now yeah. you're selling. You, you know what? Because if because you, Mortal Kombat, he couldn't have him. Then damn it, you know why can't he be in Fight Forever? Yep, needles um, <laughs> moving now. Rick and Morty, throw him in there. Yeah, but, but like, but that these are kind of the things that we really don't know anything about a game that you know somebody stupidly thinks that it's going to come out um in three weeks. Um, when you look at the marketing strategy yeah when you look at the marketing (laughs) strategy for WWE and how they're you know getting the wrestlers to like 
buzz about their numbers. They're having a reveal on Twitch and ESPN, and they're doing all of these different things to drum up interest for the game. Uh, AEW went, nope, it's only going to be a Best Buy, and we're just going to quietly release it on the 31st. <laughs> what? Uh, you know, so that, that obviously doesn't make sense. Yeah, but, at this point now, uh, P- Project Red must have made this game. Oh, so, okay, don't do Cyberpunk like that. <laughs> oh, I was like, who? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but 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 still and, and and that's also a thing too since this thing will look radically different than the wrestling simulation that we've been getting since you know 2010 or something like that um where they moved away from the arcadey smackdown games to the uh you know smackdown versus raw and then wwe 2k um the long and short of it is is that what are we going to do? Uh, what is this game going to look like? What is this game going to feel like? And I'm I'm not mad at it yet either way. I know if QT ain't in there, then I ain't getting my money. Um, but I mean, that's really what it is. Uh, but it, it you know, it, if is this if it's just going to be like a, just a big arcade fest and uh, span reversals and, and and chain wrestling, then cool. Just let me know what I'm to expect. Uh, I want to see some live gameplay. Uh, but otherwise, I'm not going to make a big deal about a thing that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I I agree. Good points made, gentlemen. Uh, let me just check and look at the comments real quick. And no. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Last, to- last topic, folks. We're going to talk about the WrestleMania card as we know it now. Uh, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, Charlotte Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Oscar, Brock and Omos, Gunther versus who wins that um, five five person on SmackDown. Match on SmackDown. Theory and Cena and then Trish Stratus, Lita, Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. Um, and don't forget Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. Logan Paul. I, yes, I, right. I, I know where you were reading from because I have the same screen in front of me over yeah, here. <laughs> and yeah, that's missing. So yes, uh, it's, we, it's we right do. above it for whatever reason. I guess they, they confirmed that that's going to be night one. Um, but uh, the the question is just the, the, any of these matches so far pique your interest? And I, as I hinted at in the beginning, it looks like we absolutely have a path forward with the bloodline and what's going to happen there. As we've seen uh, the Usos make their decision with Sammy, uh, which sort of now confirms that we're going to probably have that tag match situation that we kind of hinted at, which I'm just going to go ahead right now and say, I'm a little underwhelmed with the lack of suspense with Jay, uh, because one, what he did in the moment was fantastic. Very cinematic. Um, but I thought the unpredictability of this could have really drawn out to the night of um, just how they got there would have been a little bit confusing. But I I, I, I hate that. Like right now, that will be like two weeks out, two, two and a half weeks out. And we already know the tag match is going to be the thing. I think that with Jay really being a wild card and there's been some hell of predictions out there with everybody being invested into this. I think I would have liked a little bit more. Uh, time given to kind of see how that plays out. So it looks like it's probably going to be Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos for the for the titles um, and whatnot to be soon added. But yeah, for everything y'all see, um, anything that piques your interest or meh. And uh, Jamal, first? Um, yeah, the short answer is meh. Um, <laughs> uh, just, just not because it's in, anything's inherently bad. Uh, the only thing that really is of interest is Brock versus Omos. 
just because that's either going to be better than it should or it's going to be as bad as you think it is. Um, yeah. I really hope for the former, but I, I, that's kind of like a mixed bag. Um, other things are going to be exactly what you think they are. Uh, Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley you know, should be a fine match, but I think you know what you're getting there. Uh, Roman versus Cody is the most WWE match that WWE could produce this year. Yeah. Um, you know, Bianca Belair versus Asuka should be fine. Um, you know, Gunther is generally great. Trish and Lita and, you know, Becky Lynch with the same team are going to squash the, the heels. Um, Austin Theory versus, you know, versus his, uh, you know, uh, confirmed stepdad, <laughs> uh, you know, and John Cena. I mean, again, this is a, you know, it, sure. Now, it's only seven matches, obviously. We got a couple weeks to go, so they still need to, like, build both nights of the pay-per-view and set the table of what things are going to look like. But but realistically, this is, you know, a very WWE show. And if you're frothing at the mouth for this, then, yeah, good for you. Because this is a WWE, very, 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 very WWE show, and you must yeah. be a fan. But there's nothing that screams, watch me, or, you know, Peacock. Need to get that. Because... <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm really more interested in what the set's going to look like, to be honest with you, than I am yeah. by any of these matches. Good point. God, yeah. I think Jamal really just nailed it. There, there's nothing that's really the big, like, oh, my God, never before seen, you know, really over-the-top crazy thing like that. There's a lot of star power. There's yeah. mm-hmm. nothing on the show that looks inherently bad. I think all of it should be, you know – good to great you know i think the, the brock and omos match is probably a the biggest wild card there as far as what will happen with that but hey they keep that short i think it can be it could be pretty damn fun they're going 25 uh, minutes oh god absolutely oh, give me an hour they gonna, they they, they gonna open one night and they're gonna be going the whole first hour my god um <laughs> if anything on there i think it might be a show stealer that uh Seth Rollins Logan Paul match. That's where I'm at. Has, I think huge potential That's where to I'm be at. a show stealer. Mm-hmm. Whichever night it ends up being, if it ends up being on night one, like they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's of course the other factor is what's gonna be on what night as they start breaking this up. I'm sure we'll probably get a couple other matches thrown in there to round things out between the two shows, but there's nothing inherently bad on there. I, and it's for what they've been doing for you know the past few months, it very much just feels like yeah, this is this is the matches that should be happening. It and there's nothing. I'm not sitting there thinking like, oh, instead of that, they need to be doing this. No, nah, it's like this is this is the show, and yeah. it, it is what it is. It feels right to me. So, I, I'll I'll say last thing that Damien get in there is that like, Will, I I think that like this absolutely feels like an end of a season, end of a chapter, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it may be. So like, I I like that these matches definitely uh just are going to get the job done and returning the page and we're resetting on monday so like brock and omos we do not need another seven <laughs> damien go ahead <laughs> i'm I'll, I'll try not to be wordy and just say i i'm not looking forward to it uh yeah. i'm very meh i think this has been played out very formulaically i know we talk about the bloodline storyline but it's going exactly the way it was predicted months ago. Cody <laughs> and Roman predicted probably since last year. Yeah. A lot of these Charlotte things, and Rhea has definitely been predicted since. Right. You know? A lot of these things, Becky against Ronda, 
at some point was predicted, but she got hurt. So we had to pivot from that. But aside from that, there's nothing on this card save Logan Paul and Seth Rollins that's going to make me say I need to see that because I didn't think I'd ever see that. As much as I like Asuka being back in her Kana persona, don't really care. So other than that, I'm gonna, I might even pass on Mania, to be quite honest. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. WWE got a couple weeks to sell Damien. We got to right. lock this in. Quick, quick yes or no. Do Cena. 